Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started on today's episode. The Greek philosopher Heraclitus is quoted as saying, change is the only constant in life. Despite this truth, so many of us are woefully unprepared for change when it happens unexpectedly. In the moment, we lose our sensibilities and we show up in a way that isn't who we really are. This happened to me recently. I found myself in a situation where a very significant change occurred and it required me to make a really tough decision. Fortunately, I've developed a specific process and framework for my clients that helps them get through the four emotional stages of unexpected change so they can get back to clarity and make decisions from a place of empowerment. And when this happened to me, I was able to pull that from my tool belt and use it to help guide me through this process. Today, I'm going to share with you those four stages so you can use them for yourself when something changes or doesn't go as planned and also help explain it in the context of what I was dealing with so I can show you how my own mind, even with my skills and practice and training and this framework, how it even reacted to what happened to me. First, let me give you a little backstory. A business that I had a working relationship with had rewritten the terms of our agreement at my annual renewal, and they offered me at that time a little checkbox that said, do you agree to our terms and conditions? Now, normally when it comes to agreeing to new terms, I really honestly, I don't think much about that decision. I click the little box that says I agree without ever finding out exactly what I'm agreeing to. I'm going to be honest, it's pretty careless the way I handle these matters, but it's never been a problem. So I've really allowed myself to just get lazy in that way. However, this year, prior to my renewal date, a peer of mine encouraged me to take a look at what the company was asking me to agree to in these new terms. So I did. I went ahead and read all the legalese and I hit a point where almost instantly I knew these terms and conditions weren't a slightly updated change. What they were asking me to accept was significantly different than what I had accepted in the past. These new terms removed some of the rights and benefits that was agreed upon when I became associated with this organization. The change worked in their favor without an equitable exchange back in my favor. It was quite clearly a one-sided update. Now, this might seem like an easy decision to make. I either agree or I don't agree, but it really wasn't because like many things, it's complicated. This professional connection wasn't the same as getting a new email service provider or joining a networking group. It was a relationship that had a lot of advantages for me and for my business. I had a certain level of access to products, programs, people, and publicity that I would not have access to otherwise or within any other organization. Not everyone gets this access. It's not available to just anyone. And I met all the criteria and I really enjoyed being a part of this program, being associated with this organization. What it really boiled down to was this. 
I could either agree to the new terms or I would be pushed into a much less favorable association with them. In essence, the relationship was changing regardless, but I could decide how it looked going forward. Agreeing to these new terms meant that I would give up some rights and privileges that I am entitled to as part of our original agreement. Not agreeing meant that I would retain those rights, but I would lose access to all the other benefits that came with our professional relationship. I should mention that those original rights, they remain whether or not I maintain my association with the organization. We have a contractual relationship and a contractual agreement and under very specific terms that we both agreed to at the time that we connected. But now I'm being asked to agree to these new terms and it came down to this. If I wanted to have future access to the daily benefits of being part of this organization, I had to agree to let go of some of my original benefits. And it was written that this new agreement supersedes any previous ones. So by agreeing, I would forever forfeit those past benefits. Now I had to decide, am I in or am I out? With this realization weighing heavy on me in that moment, my brain did what it always does in these types of situations. It freaked the F out. I mean, it had a complete mind drama meltdown of epic proportions. My brain did not care that I knew the four stages of emotions and how to overcome them. It wanted to have a mega temper tantrum. And you know what? I let it. I did that because that honestly is part of this emotional process that we have to go through. But I did something a little different this time. I carefully observed my own mind to see what it would do. Watching our automatic reactions is a great way to get insights into some of our hidden thoughts and beliefs. And besides, it is the exclusive design of human beings to be able to experience an emotion and observe it at the same time. It's an advantage we have that we really never take the time to do, but when we do it, we will learn so much more about how we are wired and how what we think and believe is either hurting us or helping us. So for me, after reading the new terms, the ones that took away some rights that I was entitled to as part of our original terms, I moved into the very first stage of how we emotionally handle unexpected change. The first stage is the resistance stage. Resistance can show up as anger, confusion, bargaining, or even denial. Although denial often comes across as pretending the problem simply doesn't exist, as in literally ignoring the existence and moving forward as if nothing has happened. All of these reactions are really common and it can be such a part of who we are that we don't really notice how quickly we default to it. What's really happening in that moment is that our brain is trying to reject reality or distract us from it, or at least change it back to some previous version the way it was before. And actually, my initial reaction when I read the terms was for my brain to respond with confusion. I assumed that I just didn't understand what the terms were telling me. Quick side note, it is very interesting to observe my own thoughts defaulting to the problem being my intellectual capacity to understand. Confusion is a really common response, but for my default to be the assumption that the problem is me, that means it's probably rooted in something much deeper than I'm aware of. And I can see that this is an area of my own self-development that I need to explore. 
in this situation, since I was feeling confused, I thought I would just get clarification. I emailed the organization and asked about what I read. Turns out there is nothing wrong with my ability to comprehend the new terms. I understood them perfectly. The problem was with the new terms themselves, which took me to a different type of resistance. And this was anger. I couldn't believe that they were trying to sneak past all of us who are associated with this organization, such a significant change by burying it in the terms and conditions and giving us nothing more than a checkbox as a warning. I hung out in my simmering pot of outrage and anger for a really long time. So this is the freak out and temper tantrum that I mentioned earlier. That's what happened. My mind drama came out in full force and it consumed me. I wasn't able to focus on my work. I replayed all sorts of other similar, less questionable decisions in my mind, and I had indulged in all of those emotions that felt awful, and I placed the blame for this change and for this predicament completely on that organization. Once my thoughts slowed and my rage cooled, I entered the second emotional stage that we go through when there's an unexpected change in our life. The second stage is grief. When the dust settled and I was faced with the fact that I had a decision to make regarding the nature of my relationship with this organization, that is when fear showed up. My previous relationship with them was gone. The way I operated my business relative to them did not exist anymore. I had to face a future that was different and not the one I wanted. This choice could have a significant impact on my business. And what if I make the wrong choice? What if I had to live with regret about that choice for the rest of my life? And worst of all, how can I possibly know what the right choice is when both choices were awful and not what I wanted? In episode six, I talked about moving through grief. And as I mentioned in that episode, we have to allow our emotions to come to us and move through us because if we allow them to come and go, they won't stick around. Fear is one of those emotions that come in grief. And I had to also allow myself to mourn the change. It is perfectly acceptable to feel all of the sadness and disappointment and fear that comes with grief. So that's exactly what I did. I let myself explore all of the worst case scenarios. I walked through all of the emotions of how it would feel if every one of those scenarios came true. And as always, when the process of grieving was over, I felt the peace that inevitably follows. It was when I felt that big breath of, all right, okay, here we are, that I knew I had moved into the third stage that we go through when there's unexpected change. The emotion we experience at stage three is acceptance. Now, acceptance is critical. It's a turning point in moving forward after something has not gone the way we had planned. It's easy for our thoughts to spin us around and round as we bounce between resistance and grief. And that's why so many people get stuck there. We get caught in like a spin cycle, alternating between the emotions of being upset or angry or pretending it doesn't exist and the grief of knowing that it has and having to face what this means for us. But when we allow our emotions to process naturally, that's when we move into acceptance. And that's because we are no longer arguing 
with reality. We're not trying to change it. We're not looking for new answers or understand why or assigning blame. Acceptance does not mean that we agree with what happened. It means that we are acknowledging that it did happen. The reason this is a critical phase is because it's here at this point that our momentum shifts. We stop looking backwards and start thinking about where we want to go from this point. And there's a benefit to this change in energy that happens within us. Acceptance brings with it two things. It brings peace and clarity. And in my case, clarity was really important because I had a decision to make. In this situation, clarity did not come to me like a lightning bolt of knowledge about what to do. So how do you get clarity in these moments when it seems a little elusive because it's not really obvious? I handle getting clarity for myself the exact same way that I handle it with my clients. I get really curious and I ask a lot of questions. The very first thing I needed to do in this moment was address what was actual fact from my mind drama fiction. One of my fears during the grief stage was that going my own way would have a negative financial impact on my business. It's certain that I will miss out on opportunities, that is a fact, and I would no longer have access to their products and their programs and some people that come with being affiliated with this organization. I had to ask myself, how would being on the outside of this organization affect me? And is it true that by not agreeing to these terms that I would have a negative financial impact on my business? The immediate effects of not accepting their terms were obvious, but I also had to think about the bigger vision that I had for my own business. How would agreeing and giving up my rights that I originally agreed to, how would that affect my business in five years or 10 years? And how would giving them up affect me today? Who would I become if I walked away? As I explored these questions, I was struck by a single thought. This decision decides how I will show up in my business from this point forward. This decision will change my business and as a result, it will change me. This isn't a casual check the box choice about terms and conditions. It's an opportunity for me to stick my flag in the sand and declare who I am for myself. I was proclaiming my entrepreneur identity in this decision. This one realization took me from acceptance of what is to the fourth and final emotional stage of this process, which is empowerment. Empowerment is the stage where we once again connect to possibility. This is where we are inspired to dream, to create, and to take action. This is the stage where we are in love with our business again. And it's the stage where we want to spend most of the time because it feels so good to be here. When I had the realization that this decision was about me and my level of trust in myself to make the most out of either choice, It was like a light bulb went off in my mind. I can create any amount of success that I want. The presence of this organization, it's just a detail. All I had to do was to decide if I wanted that detail or not. At this point, it was easy for me. I just simply followed a decision-making process that I use for my clients and for myself. And that's how, how I made my final decision. So I'm not going to go through that process on this episode because it will take us on a whole new direction, but I will tell you about it next week so that you can start using it in your own business in creating the results you want to create when you are facing a tough decision and you don't know which one to pick. I can share with you that when you make decisions from this emotional stage of acceptance and empowerment, 
you will create very different results than you will if you make those decisions in the first two stages of resistance and grief. And that's not a very big deal because now you know what those four stages are. And so you know what you're heading towards. You won't push away from the grief. You won't push away from the acceptance. You can choose to allow the emotions to come and move right through the stages so that you can get to the place of acceptance and get to the place of empowerment so that you can make those tough choices for yourself. I will add that moving through these stages quickly That is a skill. It's something that we can develop. And that's really good news because skills get better with practice. Anyone can learn them. When you practice them, when you practice moving through these four stages, knowing where you're headed, it is so much easier to make it your default habit that you move through them very quickly. The next time you're faced with a situation or a change that you don't like, remember that this is just an opportunity to develop awareness on how your brain reacts and to develop the skill of moving through the four emotional stages of the unexpected change. You do this by simply being the observer of your own mind and emotions and identifying what stage you're in and what stage comes next. You can always just ask yourself, am I in resistance, grief, acceptance, or empowerment? And then ask, what do I need to do or allow in order to move to the next stage? And really quickly, of course, I want to remind you to give yourself some grace in this process as you develop the skill to move through the four stages. Changing our reactions in the midst of an unexpected change, it does add a layer of complexity to our life and to that experience. But I just want to remind you that you totally can do it. All you need is a little practice and maybe a little guidance to help you out. Just know it's going to take a little time to make it a habit. I'll be back next week to tell you what I decided to do about accepting the new terms and conditions and the exact process I used to make that decision. So until next time, bye my friends. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.